Um, Yolanda. Girl. Girl. Hey, Charlie. Hey, bro. <laughs> We're already laughing. We haven't even started. It's a good day. You feel good? I feel good. I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good? Feeling great? I'm, I was trying to be like the Kendrick song when he says, I'm feeling good. Anyway. It worked. It worked. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. I'm Charlie Penn. And this is Yes Girl. <laughs> Mine so is Corey, who we love. Yes. She's in LA living her best life. Doing something major for so Essence. We miss her, but she's having more fun. Yes. So don't feel bad for her. Hey, Corey Boo. Hey. Corey, bring me back. Where was that pancake place we went to? Oh, God. I don't remember. This oh, my God. Pancake. Which, okay, LA. What's that place with the pancakes that are the size of your lap? Yes. And the oh my god, oh my god, what is it called? What is the cafe? Oh the no, cafe. y'all! How could you? I you can them. order every kind of pan. It was like the. Pre- so it's where all. Up. It's right by the Directors Guild in West Hollywood. Right. So next if you to live it. in LA, what is that place called? It's on the corner. Oh my! And god. everybody goes there, and they have gigantic pancakes, and the French toast is unbelievable. Corey, if you're listening, just get me the blueberry ones, and I got my side of bacon covered. But you never finish it. <laughs> That's um, okay. dear listener, Charlie will order the pancakes and it's like <laughs> it's like five stacks of humongous pancakes and Charlie will eat like a bite and be like, Oh, do you have bacon? And that's all she eats. I mean, I'm team bacon for life. Any if y'all don't know that about me, I live and die for my bacon. Yes. It's a problem. Like I will travel to length all lengths of the world for bacon. But I will have to say I did give it away to someone in need. You did. Left. You did. Just want y'all don't think I'm out here wasting food. Yes. I didn't throw I it mean, away. I don't know if he was in need, but <laughs> I mean. He... Wait, I'm sorry. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I shared the food with yes. someone. I shared the food with somebody. My Our Uber driver <laughs> yes. wasn't in need. <laughs> He was so gracious. He was in need of yeah. a better breakfast he really, than the he, one he, he had. He was. He was. And he'd been <laughs> driving all night. So, you know, he needed a breakfast. I was like, sir, thanks for picking us up. Do you want some of these delicious smelling pancakes that I brought into your ride without yes. asking you first? He was like, I do. And he was really I, happy. I even gave him a spoon. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, you know, um, dear listener, um, Charlie gave me a special request this week. Yes. <laughs> in honor of this year's Met Gala theme, being Catholicism? Yes, and the Vatican and the fashion Vatican and, and all that. Yeah. We need a special theme tea for the week, like yes, we got we last week. You know, last week we had the Negro spiritual in honor of Kanye's foolery. Yes. So this week, Yolanda, I want you to give it a little extra something. You know, like a mass. Yes. Tea for the week. Are what you going to help mean? me? Yes. Okay, okay, let's do a choir, a choral. <clears throat> <clears throat> tea for the week. <laughs> Okay, how do we do, y'all? <laughs> we were missing the th- one third of our harmony, but we killed that, I think. Did we kill it? That was fun. That was fun. So what happened this week? This week, I mean, I was just saying to someone that the Met Gala, this year's might have been my favorite. The really? Because I just love how people really took the theme to heart. Like the sometimes, Yeah, people, you know, it was the Vatican and Catholicism and everything. And uh, Pope Fenty... Rihanna Fenty, Pope Fenty as the Pope. <laughs> she was it. brilliant. It just it was beautiful. I love it. And every I saw the Navy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They were like, 
we know Rihanna's going to bring it because she always takes the theme in consider- into consideration, mm-hmm. but she also puts a little bit of her own style into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they love about her. And I have to say, that's exactly what she did. She did that. She looked amazing. I think it was a custom Dior um, oh my God. outfit. It was just beautiful. Those Vogue slow-mo cams. Yes. Yes. I just, I mean, I watched it over and over and over again. I was like, take my edges, Rihanna. Just take them. Take just the take whole. Them. Just I mean, go ahead. Beautiful. Take everything. Who else? I'm trying to think who else was like really killing it. On I love Scissor's dress. Yes. I love Sizzle dress. Oh my God, so many so people. Many. Solange. Oh, Solange. With her do rag. I love it. Okay. I know it, this is Black Girl Magic headquarters, but Blake Lively? She killed it? Girl. I didn't see it. She needed a party bus for her dress. Wow. They were, um, some fans were saying that they feel like she's going to get the Met Gala Vogue cover. Nice. You know how they always do like a look for the cover? Nice. I think that's what they do. I don't know. Um, I think that's a thing. Is that a thing, y'all? Let us know. I don't but, know. <laughs> no, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Uh, yes. We're always listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's a sleigh. I mean, you know, we're always looking out for do, 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 girl magic. Yes. But I mean, everybody slays the brothers. First yeah. of all, the cast of Black Panther. I yes. feel like oh my god, T'Challa. I mean, I I know he has another name, but like T'Challa. T'Challa makes me holla. <laughs> if anybody wants to buy me that shirt, <laughs> I know there's he a looked shirt. Amazing. <laughs> they all look so good. Letitia. Oh my god. Rent to the pie. Yeah. Did you see Janelle Monae? Girl, <gasps> she looked like she looked like Joan of Arc. It was beautiful. Janelle and those cheekbones. Okay, and can we just all take a moment to honor the beat, which is Lena Waves, girl. Lena. Lena, who is beating your face, girl? <laughs> that contouring has stolen the show. Yeah. Everywhere Lena Waif goes. Yeah. Everywhere. I feel like her face is beat when she's in her pajamas. Oh, my God. Who's doing this beat? Oh, they did a fantastic Do you see job. Lena Waif? There was like a group shot and everyone looked gorgeous. And I was still like, Lena Waif. Yes. She was the center of attention. What shadow is that? Like, Beautiful. she is, oh, my God, stunning. Speaking she of she had that uh, LGBTQIA... Um, the uh, was it a cape? cape it was a cape yeah but the flag it was really beautiful it was a moment lena yeah. is just having one moment after, after the next another. janelle too all of them girl when it's your season i mean when do black girls not win girl i mean well black girls don't win when it comes to sexual harassment which leads us you to know what i mean uh, yeah that's kind of like uh, before we even get into that let's just make sure you go to essence.com and see all our recaps of the met gala because we we really we went did in. that. We went in. Oh my god, we didn't talk about Cardi and her oh, bomb. Cardi looked beautiful. They did. Go she Cardi. Did and Nikki, they had a little moment. Of Cardi and Nikki were talking. It was cute. What were they talking about? Do we know? Mm. What are you thinking? Mm. You know how they say caption this photo? Caption that conversation, y'all. Ooh. What were they saying? <laughs> was it deep or was it like, hey boo? It's probably like, hey boo. Text me. Yeah. Talk to you later. Yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but real talk, yeah. black women, I mean, yes, we, we, we always cheer them on when they win, yeah. but sometimes, you know, we don't, you can't win all the time. Yeah, yeah. And with everything that's going on with R. Kelly, we've been talking about it, but since we last talked, the hashtag, right? Mute yeah. R. Kelly. Mute R. Kelly. I don't think we talked about that last week. I do want to ask, though, knowing all that you know about Kells, what, how are you feeling? Are you still listening to his music? Do you... You know that's cookout music, right? I can't do you it. Know? Just like how every I feel about cookout in the summer is just—it's always you know you play R. Kelly song. Like, are you? I know if it's already downloaded on your, you know, on your music, then you know you're not gonna. I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna delete it, but are you gonna support him 
moving forward, knowing everything that you know. So let us know. Yes, girl podcast. Yeah, I really do want to know what you think. Because I yeah. mean, we're not obviously we're not judging you either way. But yeah. I know for me, I'm starting to have a visceral reaction. Yeah. Like if a radio station is playing an R. Kelly song, I'm looking at that station like, why right now? Yeah. Like right now, why? Or if I'm, you know, like I really feel like if I'm somewhere and it's on, I'm going to be like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. If I can control it. Yeah. That's just because I know every listen gives a little coin coinage in his pocket so yeah. i do want to say that if you haven't considered actually manually deleting ask yourself if you really want to put any extra money into this man's pocket as we continue to hear about all of There's the so women. much more and even today some some more women came forward and just talked about what he does he's a predator he he preys on young black girls mm-hmm. um and when we say young you know i think we used to hear about teenagers but now it's like you know it's, young. it's still young i mean it's not younger than teen but it's like in the early 20s right. you know what i mean it and wasn't it's the original case like an underage woman i remember it was young underage. when he was um he went to trial yeah. for yeah. the thing is okay so my husband and i were talking about this yolanda real talk Seems like you're ready when that comes on. Oh, no. Damn. The lyrics to that song. And when you think about this man and how he preys on young black women, allegedly, reportedly, but we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like, how are you out here? I mean, yeah, people always say, oh, they joke about the age ain't nothing but a number with Aaliyah and all that. This man made a Seems Like You're Ready song. Mm. And it's just the lyrics to some of these R. Kelly songs when you just think about what he's into and what he's always been into apparently it it shouldn't just ruin it because of what you know it should ruin it because you should know like songwriters always tell you they're writing from that place of yeah, yeah. personal experience in their own lives you know what i mean so these were the soundtracks for abuse yeah damn charlie Shit. i hate to get that deep y'all okay but can we just really th- call it what it is? You know, I want to hear so much more from these women. Yeah. And I, I do want to hear more from out. them. Keep speaking out. And uh, uh, we just heard that Lifetime um, approved a new li- uh, docuseries about them. So they're going to come on and talk about their stories. So it's really always good to hear it from them. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, just to hear their stories. And black women need to yeah. be heard. Yes. You know? Can't always All the be. time. All the time. Yeah. Listen up always, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Our voices should never be silenced. Speaking of um, black women and speaking out. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, a story went viral about five, I believe. I think it was five. A group of five women. And I think at least three of them were black. Mm-hmm. And they were checking out of their Airbnb rental mm-hmm. in, was it Missouri? No, I may be making that up. I don't know. I don't actually I don't know remember the, the city. The city. It might mm-hmm. not have been Missouri. I might be confusing that with the Nordstrom Rack oh, issue. Oh, Jesus. That was another so much. Living while, you know, a whole bunch of like living while black racism stories out there. But anyway, they were checking out of their Airbnb, which is a very normal thing, and loading in their suitcase, loading in their luggage in the car. And suddenly the police show up. Mm. And like they have the whole block quarantine, Yolanda, like Damn. everything is whatever. And they're like, don't move, put your hands up, like a whole situation. Because an older white woman across the street felt like they were they were robbing the home they were coming from. Yeah. She saw them loading the, the suitcases in the car. Yeah. And I really feel like, OK, I have a lot of thoughts. So apparently, you know, they weren't hurt. They weren't handcuffed and guns were not drawn. Yeah. But they had to go through extreme lengths, they are saying, to prove that they were staying in an Airbnb, including calling the landlord and the owner. Jesus. And that's a lot. Felt to me like it could have just been a, hey, we're, we're airbnb Yeah. Thanks. We keep, have a key. Keep moving. Also, yeah. like, hello, when you Airbnb, you have the key or the lock code. How are you robbing a home that you have access to. But also I have to say as well, like 
Yolanda, I've stayed in a lot of Airbnbs. You know, I've talked about it on the podcast. Um, I admire the work that Airbnb is trying to do yeah. to fight discrimination on its platform. But this feels like something that has nothing to do with their brand. This yeah. is about the neighborhood. So it's like you are putting your apartment up and you're hosting. But you, are you it's almost like you have to go and say, hey, neighbor who might be racist, there might be black people staying here. Yeah. I'm not racist. I'm locking them in my home. But just in case you are, don't call the cops on them and possibly get them killed. Right. Like this is it's a bigger conversation about everyone's into hosting. Right. And putting their listings up. And we are loving this travel and we're getting out there and we're not afraid and we shouldn't have to be afraid. But I I don't know. I feel like it's it's not on the host. It's not on the person who put the house. It's not on Airbnb. It's It's not on Airbnb because it wasn't the host discriminating against them. It was some woman across the street. Some random woman. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, one of the women that they arrested, they kept them for 45 minutes questioning them about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the women uh, happened to be Bob Marley's granddaughter. Her name is Denisha Prendergast. Now, were they arrested or just detained? They were detained in the outside the the house. The house was in California. It was in California. Um, Okay. uh, Which is a popular tourism destination. Yeah. I mean, you would expect this a little more from certain places in the world, but not California. California. Jesus. I feel so sorry for these women. But I'm trying to figure out, like, if I'm a neighbor and I'm sitting in my house and I see four black women casually strolling with their suitcases coming out of this house, what the hell in me is going to think they're stealing? Like, if if you're with stealing, suitcases. first of all, you're not trying to do it in the light of day and have everybody. You're walking out the front door. You're not mm-hmm. even trying to sneak out the mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Why would I call the police? Also, you know, with Airbnbs, you had to check in. Yeah. So if this nosy old lady is sitting in her window, if you're paying attention to that much, how did you miss the fact that they, they had a key? They yeah. checked in. And they were probably there for a few days. Right. This yeah. probably wasn't that morning and, you know, check in, check out situation. Yeah. yeah. It's scary, Yolanda. Yeah. It just, yeah. it cont- and this is, this is just another recent event where black people have been either on their own property or property they had every right to be on. And have had to explain themselves. That's a problem for me. Me and my girlfriends, I'm sure you've done it as well. We use, you know, these platforms. And it's not just Airbnb, any hosting, any type of home hosting platform. You know, it's hard enough that they're trying to fight against the discrimination with the actual hosts, you know, who are saying, oh, black people are saying I don't want that. They're fighting that. But how do you begin to fight the neighborhood? Girl. I'm happy that these women are taking legal action against the police. It's going to get weird, but it should. I do have to say, though, Charlie, it did make me... Sometimes I am. I do think twice about Airbnb because I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with that. Like I want to go, especially if I'm going on vacation, I don't want to deal with neighbors who feel like, oh, she shouldn't be here or her family shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to deal with it. So sometimes I'll just be like, you know, fuck it. Let me just book a hotel because at least the hotel, I know what I'm getting. You know, I don't want to go to a neighborhood where I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. I think that fear is very real and I think it's valid. And I think you're not alone. I think that's why a lot of people are hesitant to use Airbnb or any home hosting platform like that. I think honestly, so, you know, I cover, you know, we know I cover travel for the site. The reason I've worked a lot with Airbnb post some of the incidents that have happened is to really sit with them and figure out what they're doing because I want us as a community to feel better about that. And even though it's the responsibility doesn't solely fall on that organization, on that business, they have the means yeah. to do the work. Yeah. And that's why they hire Laura Murphy, Janae Ingram, like all these yeah, different black amazing women. black Yay. women and mm-hmm. fighting for, you know, civil injustice to help them get that work done. So but there's work to be done. Your yeah. fears are real. Girl. I really feel like your your fears are valid. And I know a lot of women who are like, girl, but I could do the hotel. Yeah. Like there's still this idea of if you just want a peace of mind. Yeah. You just want to go on your vacation and not deal with right. nosy neighbors and anything like that. But. 
But then again, anyway. like, you know, you can go to Starbucks or Nordstrom Rack. Girl. And there is no safe space. They call the police on you for being suspicious on a college campus. Yeah. So I almost oh feel like, God. is there even a place where yeah. you can feel safe while As black? A, it's not even black, right? It's of color. color. Of color. Those were two Native American brothers who were... Um, Brothers, like they were biological brothers, um, who were someone called the, another parent called the police because she felt uncomfortable because they were on a college tour with her. See? Can you imagine? That's what I'm saying. And truth Jesus. be told, I mean, you know, you can come for me if you want, y'all. But so much more of this is that's happening out in the open in Trump's America. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. say that. Like, yeah. I just feel like we know this happens all the time. But yeah. these six, seven versions a week, you know, of it's these ridiculous. stories, yeah. these racists are feeling real, real confident. And bold, yeah. You know, and bold. But I'm curious, you guys, let us know, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast, where do you feel safe, if anywhere? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we. I guess in your home, or do you? These people getting shot in their own backyard? Jesus. I mean, where do you feel safe anymore? Yeah. I really want to know, do you? Girl. Mm. Oh, can I just, you know, uh, read a quick quote, you guys, okay. uh, on another note. Uh, I'm going lighten the sage there. Well, I don't know if it's going to lighten the mood, but our brother, Ta-Nehisi Coates, mm. um, that was a read. renowned writer, wrote a beautiful piece about Kanye West on in the Atlantic. But I have to read this passage. It is so good. First, you have to say the title, though. <laughs> the title of the piece was everything. Okay, the title is I'm Not Black, I'm Kanye. So... Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, if you don't know, he's a really uh, well-renowned writer, black um, Howard University graduate. Um, I don't know why I had to say that. I'm being shady to the other HU. Well, Corey's um, not here, so I feel like when the cat's away. <laughs> Look, Corey. <laughs> well, I don't know if he actually, you know what? I'm wrong. I don't think he graduated from Howard. He's but, an HBCU grad? I yeah, didn't know that. I don't think he's a grad, but anyway, Got I think it. he left. Okay. Uh, okay, so he writes... Like Trump, West is a narcissist, quote, the greatest artist of all time, end quote, he claimed, helming what would soon be, quote, the biggest apparel company in human history, end quote. I don't know if that ever happened. And like Trump, West is shockingly ignorant. Chicago is the murder capital of the world, he asserted, when in fact Chicago is not even the murder capital of America. West's ignorance is not merely deep, but also dangerous. For if Chicago truly is the murder capital of the world, then perhaps it is in need of the federal occupation threatened by Trump. So Ta-Nehisi went in. in. Like he just really goes in on Kanye and it's really, really, really like it's a beautiful takedown of like you stupid motherfucker. Okay. And like, you know I'm the biggest Kanye fan. You are. But this, but this shit's reckless. It's over. The part it's though over. where he really was just it's like it's the it's the kind of ignorance that's super scary. Yeah. Like he's he's just not educated enough to take on yeah. race in America and no. politics as his platform. Like Kanye. It's like leave it alone. But in this piece he also talks about like how fame changes you and he makes it personal to even his own journey as becoming a Yeah a celebrity author versus just being a writer. You know yeah. what I mean? Before that. And he kind of like, is like, you know, it was bound to happen to Kanye. I yeah. feel like I, I took that away from it too. Like he was bound to lose it. It's been 20 years. You know what I mean? And he, you know, I, I do appreciate that he acknowledged that Kanye was, is a musical genius. Oh yeah. Like I don't, I think but we all want to be clear. Away. We're not taking that away from yeah. him, but you know, he's lost his way. Yeah. yeah. I think if Kanye was just sitting in that all white house, he has with him. Yes. No shade, y'all, but come it's on. It's not just, white. It's cream. Can I get some, like... It's off-white. Well, I think off-white is too pedestrian. Like, what do the rich people call it? I just thought a genius's home would have <laughs> color. Some pop of <laughs> patterns, 
You nope. know, like no texture. Patterns. No, he's giving you cream. That's the least inspiring hallway I've ever been in in my life. Well, seen rather, and from the most one of the most inspired artists of our. I mean, oh like uh, anyway. All I kept thinking about is where do the kids play? Like, because if everything is cream, right. off white, where are the spaghettios? Where, there's no <laughs> room for spaghettios. Where are the stains? No, but in all seriousness, if he stayed in that all white home and just had his thoughts freely to him kept his thoughts freely to himself yes and kevin and them then we'd be fine yeah i think i'd be like oh okay you don't think slavery was a was a thing okay okay yeah charlie though you know i found myself saying and i've said this folk you know i've said it out loud in the office that like i i'm gonna say this slowly i feel for kim kardashian because if i know charlie just gave me a face but if that man can be that crazy in public mm. True. Imagine what that woman is going through at I'm home. Private. You're right, girl. <laughs> and I don't know. I've been I've been saying y'all as the you know resident relationship girl. I just want to see how this plays out, girl. Because I think Kim is running out of the time and the patience. <laughs> I I mean, girl. real talk. Because in so many ways, I I'm not sure she. I mean, they have their their beautiful babies. They've you know they've done them. I know marriage is supposed to be forever, but I never really believe that with celebrities until they show me otherwise because it's Girl. it's hard for them. But also like I just don't know. Like I have to. I told Kabran, my husband, I said, if you were telling me slavery was a choice, babe. <laughs> I'd have to be at home watching our wedding video on repeat just to remember how this happened. How, how did I get here? How did we get here? Because, you know, that's a fundamental, like who you are to yeah. your core, your part of your, your identity and the, you, who you. Oh, I can't. I just like if you suddenly lose it like that. I mean, if it's mental health, you know, sickness and health. I'm going to get you some medication because you're a therapist and I'm going to drive you there and we're going to try. Yes. But Kanye is clear. And she said, remember, this is not a mental health thing. So if it's not and that's how, that's what if that's what they're saying and this is just how you feel, bro. I don't know. In the words of Usher, the papers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's oh time. So I want to see if Kim will continue to have the time because I just I don't know. I would just say, you know, well, I'll be. At our condo in Beverly Hills, okay, babe? Until this is over, okay? But I'll just be living like in press. Beverly. <laughs> you know they don't like bad press. Oh, they don't? But I mean, I would move out. I, yeah. w- I couldn't live with a man like that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Like, I, I would be like across town with my butler and my limo and yeah. my, yeah. If, if it's, yeah, like if we don't have, if we don't have a connection, if we don't agree anymore, then what, what do we what's have? What's the point? <laughs> but we'll oh. see how this plays out. I, I do still want the best for Kanye, but I do want him to shut the fuck up and I'm done. You know who we don't want to shut the fuck up is Donald Glover. Girl. Can we talk about This Is America real quick before we wrap? This Is America. I know we've been going on a little bit, y'all, but there was just so much. Dude. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> Did you watch it? I watched it immediately. Yeah. Because I was watching SNL and then he posted the link. That video is so powerful. I know. I know. I told you. I, okay, so y'all, I texted Yolanda right after I watched it. Yeah, we it. had a whole text exchange about like, Donald Glover and Kanye. Long and Kanye. And I kept saying, it's like, and I know I, I saw Twitter soon said the same thing. It's like Donald Glover musically was becoming, in that moment, the ghost of the future Kanye. We, we wanted Kanye yeah. to have. Like, we wanted Kanye to be still giving us these thought-provoking visual and musical moments in 2018. Yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe Kanye just doesn't want to anymore, I guess, y'all. But, oh, man, you know, I, I, just, you I, know. I, I, I do push back a little bit because I kept seeing on Twitter people like, oh, Donald is the genius that Kanye wishes he could be. I don't and know about all that. It's like Kanye's the, uh, oh, wait, Donald is the artist that Kanye wishes he could be. And, I mean, I feel like, okay, Kanye's gone through whatever. It's a crazy uh, phase. Another one because we've been here before. Mm-hmm. But. He's still an artist. Like he, you can't say Kanye's not an artist. Come and on Kanye now. Kanye shared it. Come on now. He he's t- an artist. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he oh. shared a link to it. I was like, but, okay. Yeah, I mean, I love Donald Glover, and he did. That was genius, and it was really good. The 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 storytelling and Car- Charlie and I's thing about Donald Glover is that I think he is a genius storyteller and content creator. Mm-hmm. Musically, I'm not sold. I just feel like he's okay musically, but. Um, you know, I think though artistically as an artist overall, like to do all that he does, I think he's he's brilliant. Atlanta, Atlanta you know, Atlanta like is he's he's truly great. brilliant. He's great. Just musically, I'm not like wow. You're not fully the, sold. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I do. I am happy that I saw the video before I really. You know, I always say I like to see the video the first time I'm hearing the song. Because then I, you know, I feel like you get more out of it that way. There was only as powerful as that video was. And I had to watch it over and over again to keep seeing what I was distracted from, from the dancing, which was the point. There was one part I didn't like. Which one? I I love the meaning of the, like, I love the, what he was trying to show about violence yeah, against yeah. the black community. I just wish it hadn't been him holding the gun. Yeah. Yep. Like, I just didn't want to yep. see yep. Yep. a yep. black man shooting down the choir. Yeah. I yeah. get the, you know, the symbolism and it still worked for me. But I would have rather it just been like the assassin in the corner, yeah. even in the video. Yeah. Like the yeah. image of him pulling that gun around. Yeah. People had a lot of objections about that. They like, did. Yeah. Why, we, why do we always show black death? Right. It hurt. Um, it yeah. just hurt. And it was know. startling. I did watch it with my sons and I didn't expect that to happen. And as soon as I was like, oh, damn, I didn't know that was going to happen. Right. It was unexpected. There was no warning. You know, I didn't I don't want them to see that. It was a very uncomfortable truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very definitely. uncomfortable. So thank you for that. Well thought. Childish Gambino. Yeah. And for killing it on SNL as both the host and the musical guest. Yes. For the culture. Nice. You did that. <gasps> Who's what? our guest this week? The one and only hey. Insecure star Jay Ellis. Hey. Hey, Jay. Jay is a friend to the brand. Cool ass dude, y'all. Just yeah. a good person. He stopped by. He's going to be. Uh, one of the celebrity hosts. He is the yeah. celebrity host of ABFF, yes. American Black Film Festival this yes. year. In June in Miami. In June in Miami. He had lots to talk about. He attended and experienced Beachella. Yes. He had stories. Yes. Um, and he just came by to just see what was good with us. And he's a lot of fun. You love him on, as Lawrence. Yeah. He talked about the Lawrence Hive and the Beehive. So yes. you know we went in. <laughs> Let's do it. I know the podcast comes out on Thursdays, but we're recording on a Monday, and this is a treat. Almost a treat. Because it's literally a man crush Monday. It's an MCM. It's an MCM. MCM. Y'all gonna be really jealous. Who's here, Corey? Jay motherfucking Ellis. What (laughs) up? Welcome. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. You have been to these Essence offices. Not the Brooklyn one, but our old office. Yeah, I've been to all the offices. Your family. Because you were uh, blue. Yes. blue. Yes. Oh my God. My uh, our creative director. She she did a TBT with your picture. I was like, Jay is like a child in this picture. I know. But I was like, but you have been showing Wait, us, Charlie. Speaking you've been showing of, us love. He came for the Essence Steam Room. Yes. R.I.P. Yes. That Steam Room is to date. 
the hottest and most watched. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. You ra- he raised the bar, Corey. Do Yo, you this remember? Director, wow. This director for this movie I just shot sent me this like two weeks ago. He was like, I never knew. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you get. I know people talk to you about that all the time. I know they do. All the time. He I like get pulled in the streets about it all the time. Some people are always laughing. Some people are like, yo, was you really shirtless in there? Some people are like, was it really steam in there? I'm like, yo, you can't tell visual effects? Like, okay. He was in the bathroom. <laughs> we oiled him up. It was a moment in time, it y'all. And if you haven't watched it, go find it on Essence.com. But welcome. Welcome <laughs> Thank back. You. Thank welcome. You welcome. Thank you. So you're in town. You were just telling us how you've only been in New York for these 24-hour periods. Yeah, like my you're last- busy. My, I've been in New York. This is my fifth or sixth time in New York this year, and four of those trips have been for 24 hours. Why are you just dipping in and out? Because right. it's always work. I'm always got to get back for something. So it's like, I, you know, I, I flew in for a shoot for something. Uh, I flew in to shoot a commercial for something. I flew in to do press for something. And, like, literally they were landing at 6 a.m. out on, like, a 7 p.m. flight. Ooh, you're yeah. doing, like, yeah. wow. That's yeah. a that's, lot. Yeah. Yet that you remain so positive. Because I, yeah. I kid you not when also, I see like, you. Also, part of my reason is because I don't be telling people I'm leaving town. So, like, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I got 24 hours. Let me just hop on this plane real quick and run and go do this. And then I'm going to be right back. Um, but, yeah, man, you got to keep a smile. I get to live my dream. Yeah. You know, it's a tired dream, but I still get to live it. I'll be wanting to sleep in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm still... <laughs> I'm still awake. You gotta keep working. You gotta keep working. He's a positive, happy. Like yes. when you around Jay, you guys, you get these vibes. Like he's just fun. Ah, uh, thank you. You now when you with your time off, do you are you still traveling? I haven't got to travel in a little bit. My next trip uh, is Af- I'm going back to Africa in June. That'll be my next trip. Ooh, where to? Yeah. My- Actually, I'm going to Cannes for the festival in May. But again, I'm going for three days. Hold, hold up, hold uh, up, hold up. You just can't drop. I know. I go, just can. Just can. Cash. Cash. Uh, what? What's y'all going should, on there? You know, We're not going. Y'all not, yeah. y'all not busy. <laughs> I you mean. Y- y'all should come do the, do the podcast from La Crusade. Oh, no, can that's we some, French? That's some cookware. But, you do um, French on me? But nah, La Croisette. That's what it is. Oh. Y'all should come though, for real. Call me, Corey, can we claim that? We're going to claim this. All right. Jay, remember you invited us. We're going to be <laughs> like, I just sprinkled my hands like this is happening. <laughs> I love that. But what are you going there for? That's a major thing. Um, I, I think we announce it there. Oh, oh secret. Got, yeah. it. got it. All right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll be on the other. Uh, you. You know. we, we announce it there. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble. All right. They we might try to take it trouble. away from me, and I don't. I want to make sure I get there and get it out in the world <laughs> before they can try to take it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Because then my attorney got a call. There's a whole, whole thing. Like, then my mama called, to? and she like, I told you not to say nothing. It's a whole domino effect. It's a whole yeah, yeah. So after that, I imagine you're going to be gearing up for something special. It's one of my favorite events of the year, and I'm not saying that because you're going to be the ambassador for it, but. Real talk, I love me some American Black Film Festival. Yeah, we know yeah, you do. Yeah. We see it on your Instagram every year. I <laughs> These are live facts. for it. I actually <laughs> low-key am upset I never went to it when it was in um, Acapulco, mm-hmm. like the first ones, but Miami. Right. You lived. It's, I live. It's so much culture down there. It's so much. It's black. It's Very. humidity. Yes. It's just, it's movies. We do yes. movies. We do movies. We too. do do movies. Jeff do movies. Oh, y'all do. I should say y'all do movies. Jeff I be claiming like it's mine. Corey, wait, movies. tell them where we went the last time we were in Miami with Yes Girl with Yvonne, your co star. Uh-huh. Corey took us out dancing. We, we went to Ball and Chain. You Have go. you ever been to Ball no, and Chain? Ball and Chain at? It's in Little Havana. Okay. I see Michelle back here giving <laughs> me the <laughs> praise Jesus. <laughs> All right. When you're done with your festivities okay. or your, you know, when you have that little moment in between, okay. you know, film, you know, film screenings and hosting while you, um, as ambassador of ABFF this year, go to Ball and Chain, Little Havana. It's an all night salsa club. Yes. But like pure salsa. Authentic. 
authentic. Like you show up by yourself and you find a partner. Yeah. People like, just do grab y'all know you. how to salsa? We learned that night. <laughs> I, I, I mean, not, no, not really. Because salsa is a sexy ass dance. It was sexy. It was sexy to watch. And then you kind of three mojitos, four mojitos, five mojitos. You, you, knew you, how know. To, you knew how to yeah, salsa. Exactly. I was great by the end of the night. Exactly. Basically. No, you were great. No. But you have to go. I you have that. to go. I want to go. It was a moment. Sure. So add that to your Miami list. What's it called again? Ball and Chain. Ball and Chain. And it's low like key. It like, it, you know, there's no VIP. No, no line. No whatever. And I think you may be cool. Like, no one's going to stress you. No right. one's going to be trying mm-hmm. to take selfies with you. They just be like, can you dance? If you can't, then, excuse me, Poppy. Like, they're just, yeah. they're moving. <laughs> like, you got to dance. with Poppy? That's right. Yes. I'm oh, and what's cool during the day across the street is a domino park. Like old, like school, old school, dominoes? old school dominoes with Cubans, Dominic. I don't know. All who the they murals, are. the art yes, murals on the beautiful. building. That whole little moment. corner is cute. I want to shoot my next show in Miami. I Ooh. think you could do that. I want to shoot my next show down there. I mean, it's a long, long time from whenever, but I want to shoot my next show down there. I think I want to. I love Miami. No, I love my, Miami. It speaks Food. to my spirit. Oh, yeah, it really does. Living her best life. It really does. <laughs> I just hear it's. Someone had to. I really thought about moving down there, and someone was like, "You know what, Corey? You can't live in South Beach. Like that's not gonna be that's your just life." Where you play? And I realized that's the only places I had that been. You've been to. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you went outside, yeah, uh, we have cousins in Miramar. Where? Well, it's like it's like thirty minutes out, but it's like a suburb. Okay. And it's, and it's you different. Was, and then it's you was different. Like, this ain't the Miami I know. No, this, it was like Maryland. <laughs> See, L.A. has my heart. I'm oh, LA, I'm a yeah. New Yorker at heart, but I love L.A. Every time I go, it woos me like a little more. I LA might y'all cool. might find me out there full time. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. Come on. I mean, you come on. We have an L.A. resident here. Come on. You love L.A. I might right? be moving to Miami though. Oh, you're serious about this? Yeah, I love my. I really, really do love Miami. And I gotta say, I, I, I don't get to Miami that often, but the few times a year I do get a photo festival, and like, and it might be that thing. Like, I get there and I have so much fun. It's so you know fun. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is what Miami is like. Please oh, I'm go trying to be here every on day. off season you know though. Go on an off. I'm just saying, no What's shade, Miami, but I went once. What's off season? Yeah, like what summer? is off like? Season? Not spring break, not summer. Like, just go in like a random October, like November. Or, yeah, just try it. You know what I mean? It's different. No, no really? shade, Miami. Yes, yes. I said it. What you mean by different? I yeah. mean it's not what it feels you know like. What you I mean? don't want me to be there. I like know. I feel like, I feel like you hating, yourself, Charlie. I mean, a little. Could I live somewhere else in October, November? I mean, or like, yeah. I feel like you should maybe do like a summer situation or a spring situation in Miami. I don't feel like Miami's popping year round. Y'all can, you know, at me. Let me know your thoughts. I know. All right, it's yeah. Tell us on using hashtag <laughs> Yes Girl Podcast. I know it's coming. <laughs> But anyway. Trina about to come for us. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> the baddest. Oh, please not Trina, uh, no. With Trick Daddy in the background. Yeah. I love it. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Miami hot. Anyway, but tell us what your role is going to be as ambassador for American yes, Black please. Film Festival. Uh, yeah, so I'm the celebrity ambassador uh, for the festival this year, uh, which is dope because I feel like I get to fall and like, follow excuse me is so many like dope people's footsteps like people that i absolutely love right like there's tracy ellis ross there's morris, morris uh, yeah there's taraji regina mm-hmm. hall who i think is like the funniest person on the planet um anthony anderson who might be the second funniest person on the planet <laughs> um so i i feel like I'm, I'm in great company and i i can only mess this up uh no not mess this up sorry uh but no i i so we we get to we're doing a bunch of screenings this year we're bringing some different programming down this year which is really dope you know what i'm really <laughs> excited about is the conversation with ryan coogler yeah which just got confirmed right 1.7 billy oh uh God. greatest of all time greatest yes. of all he but is he a, got he's hit, a goat already yes. did he get his start at abff he did get it started at ABFF. He had a short that screened at ABFF, if I'm not mistaken, and he won. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, 
Yeah. What big? Yeah, which ultimately is what took him into Fruitvale, which, you know, you know, so Ryan's done three movies, and you know, all I'm sure y'all probably already yes, know this. Yes, Fruitvale, Creed, and, and Black, Black, Panther. Panther. Black Panther. But, you know, all of his movies have made, like, not just money, but, like, massive money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's never... Everything he touches he's turns gold. to gold. Yeah. He's literally And even gold. his Rotten Tomatoes score, score. they it's, they keep... Like inching, like they've always been like in the night. Well, like, I'll check it, but still, it's higher it's and higher and higher. Yeah, higher, mm-hmm. higher yeah. And crazy. then also, what I learned about him is that although he was doing, he was, he was doing Fruitville Station, but he he had already written Creed. Yeah. But he had to like he, but he went ahead and got Fruitville Station made, but he had to go back to Creed. So Creed, so and now to hear that ABFF was already in this mix of being crazy, like right? a incubator for talent like this because yeah. also Ava DuVernay like mm-hmm. I know a lot of times sometimes people will take these black film festivals or minority film festivals or any type of festival that's targeted towards minorities and kind of throw us to the side but that's where we really are getting the talent that's where the talent goes to get their start absolutely. you've got to start somewhere absolutely yeah I saw his it's- movie The Land yeah. About Cleveland, about yo, Cleveland, he. Yeah. I don't want to go to that. Cleveland. I'm never going to Cleveland. <laughs> really? I mean, it was, but it was really, powerful. really good. It yeah. was a really powerful movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's really home for Black excellence in film. It really, we really know it is. is. Jeff and Nicole have done an amazing job, and the whole entire team, the whole APFF team, have done an amazing job of like, hey, I think it's amazing that like not only are they giving young voices a chance to shine and display their work, right? And they're recognizing those people and fostering that talent early and incubating that talent early, like you said, Corey. But also, too, it's a mix of, like, you get the young cats together together with people who've been doing it for a minute. So you have this balance of, like, mentor-mentee, right? And so... And you get to see how people have, like, in some ways pay homage in their filmmaking to the people who came before them. Right. And I think, like, that is such such a special thing. And, like, Jeff and Nicole and, again, ABFF as a whole have done such an amazing job of that. So tell me about, okay, so you were in in relationship that just screened in a, at Tribeca. In, in a relationship that screened at Tribeca, yeah. Tell me about the film. Um, I pop in and out of the film. I play, like, a super heightened version uh, of an actor who's like totally self-absorbed and into himself and not into relationships and like you so know, you're a fuckboy. I wouldn't exactly use no, that's not no. those okay. words no. mm-hmm. per, per se. Men hate that phrase. They do, but, they it, hate, but it's like, so wait, that no, when the first sorry. moment I heard it though, it so <laughs> describes that. you, that's what a you group of you all. Uh, that's yeah. just I wouldn't Behavior. exactly say <laughs> mm-hmm. no, it, it's fine, in though. those specific <laughs> words. Okay. Is, okay. But not what I would use. <laughs> Um, I don't, you know, I th- you know what it is. I think there's something about, and dudes are kind of like we're kind of harsh, right? Like right. we kind of like rough and tumble, like whatever. You could just say whatever and it don't mean nothing. I could say like five things and you'd be like, oh, that hurt my feelings. I'd be like, no, nah, them just some words. Like right. come on, whatever. But when you say fuck boy, like my insides are like, <laughs> no, he was crushed. <laughs> my insides are it's like, not oh, just you. It's not just you. Like that doesn't feel good. The first time I used that phrase around my husband, he was like, "What is that? (laughs) Who is that person? Are you? Who are you talking about?" Like nobody wants to be a fuckboy. Like and that's the thing too. It's like (laughs) nobody's walking around like, "Hey, I'm a fuckboy though. What's up?" Right. It's just like that hurts. Right. It hurts. That I think that term was invented out of hurt. It was. You know what else? Yvonne, Yvonne Orgy. My sister, love her to death. <laughs> she has this dope bit where she talks about, and I'm sure y'all might have heard this. She does this bit where she's like, if you throw a little in front of something when you're talking about a dude or talking to a dude, <laughs> it completely crushes yes. him. <laughs> like, oh, you got a little job? Oh, you think you cute? You cute because you got a little yes. car? Oh, you make a little bit of money, so you think you mm-hmm. cute? And you're cr- that's what fuckboy does. It crushes you. Like, <laughs> crushes your whole your spirit soul. and soul is just like, ugh. Like, this is just, <laughs> why are you doing this and to me? And not for nothing that a lot of people were calling Lawrence on Insecure, your That's character, true. a fuckboy in season one. 
I think that that you know that you know that it was obviously a character, you know, but think, it might be uh, a little. I thought he was more of a fuck boy in season two, though. You know. Well, I mean, they, they it was swirling. Yeah, yeah. So, I, like, yes. so like I can understand. Episodes, it sounds like sixteen episodes of fuck boydom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I can understand your sensitivity, but you know, it all worked out. But you know, because he's not a fuck boy, so I think right. it's what we ultimately. We learned. We agree. Yes, we agree. We agree. Okay. Lawrence is not a fuckboy. Inter- Lawrence is not a fuckboy. See, look. <laughs> I'm hot. Ladies, we've been warned. I'm hot. Okay. Listen, I'd have been punched over Lawrence. I'd have been slapped over Lawrence. You've been I'd have been cussed it. out over Lawrence. I'd have been chased down the, the hallway at the airport over Lawrence. Are you serious? Yes. Tell us more. Like, yo. It's, you have to be like, I am Jay Ellis, yo, dude. They don't I, know the difference, I, right? It's really interesting. I think and this is one of my favorite things about Lawrence is that he's a dude who's like, he's he polarizes. You mm-hmm. either love him or you yeah. hate him. And I think mm-hmm. as an actor, like, that is one of my favorite things about about what I do is like I never want you to be if you're down the middle about something I I did I shouldn't have done it right. and if I feel that a character is down the middle then I shouldn't do it right no matter what the project is and I think that's something that's so amazing about Lawrence is is he polarizes so it there tends to be a group of women who are uh, <laughs> have been triggered by Lawrence's <laughs> behaviors Facts. <laughs> right Facts. I'm not gonna mansplain this but right. I'm just saying. <laughs> Because I don't want to trigger nobody right now. But I'm just saying. Keep it light. You're not going to have me running through JFK screaming for my life in a few hours. Oh, my God. Uh, but, nah, but I, I, it's really interesting. Like, it, 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 he really touched a nerve with a lot of men and women. And, and I think there's something really interesting to that. And But, yeah, I truly have been slapped. I truly have been punched. I had a woman. I walked out of a movie theater, and a woman was across the street. And literally was like, fuck you, Lawrence. Fuck you. You ain't shit. And but she's also storming towards me across the street, dodging traffic like a superhero and shit. Camera out. Like, like it was yeah, like oh, it was a no. minute. Like I, I, for a minute I was like, yo, I swear to God, she's about to hop over a car, like slide oh, over the hood. My God. It was crazy. But I there's something that's What do you say? Like uh, yeah. I mean, I usually say, Hey, my name is Jay Ellis. Right. I'm an actor. Right. I play Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> on a show, I played Lawrence. And on y'all the show. don't see it. He has his hands like out, like, full like, Heisman. Like, I'm back. like, hey, Please. personal space, personal <laughs> Give me space. Some space. Uh, because you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you, you truly, you truly. Never, I had a dude. I had a dude in the back of an Uber recognize me one day while I was driving home, and him and the cat driving were both black. And they they pulled up next to me, rolled down their window, and they was like, "You the goat, hey, you the goat, <laughs> Lawrence, you the goat." Four no. minutes later, I turned down my street. These fools are still behind me, following what? me. What? I live on a dead-end street. These fools following me down the street and scream as I pull into my garage, you the goat, Lawrence. I got to move. Yeah. yeah. You time. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going to say, move. I, you, you move the next day. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. I mean, I believe it because I don't know if you remember this, but last year at Essence Fest, you guys were down there promoting the show. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. And I saw you and, you know, we've known you, like we said, forever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh, you lucky. I was like, I'm still Team Issa right now, but it's good to see you. Like, it was personal for me and I'm keeping it professional. Yo. But I saw you and I was almost triggered. Then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Jay. I had a journalist <laughs> slap me. <gasps> that's wait, what I'm saying. That's not a journalist. Hold on. That's I'm not telling you, that's not a journalist. I will tell y'all the publication what? when we get off this phone. Okay. And it wasn't anyone that I had ever met before. And it was, I was at the airport. Oh, my God. And I was about to get some, like, sleeping pills or some whatever. So, you could, yeah, plane, so I could yeah. get on the plane. It was a long flight. I think it was when I was on my way to Africa, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, 
you know how they got those little towers and you got to spin them around. To get yeah. Them yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Well, it's always somebody standing in front of you and the aisles is way too short because they're trying to sell too much product in there. So I walk up to the, it's way too much stuff in there. Your mind, you don't even know what you want to buy no right. more. Right, you're just like. Mm. So I walk up to the joint and she's, this woman is standing in front of it, um, young black lady. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, can I slide by you? And she literally turns around, eyes get wide, spot. In the face. Straight in the face, <gasps> open hand. I was like, oh, my God. Wait. I ain't never had had this happen before. Did like, you press charges? It was like a TV like, slap. Yeah, and it like, wasn't a TV slap. It was like a full-on like palm like connected it's to thumb. cheek. Yeah. So she looked at me. She was like, and she immediately was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I watched the show, and uh, I should know better because I'm also a writer, and I just I just what? got so caught up in it. And my boyfriend, he did this to me, and I was like, right, but Issa cheated on Lawrence. My name is Jay. Jay. Right. I'm an actor. You do this for a living. You should oh my know better. Gosh. Oh it was my really crazy. Yo, she was like Jada Pinkett in, um, in um, what? what was it called? When she see the sofa, when she see her favorite actor in Is Low Down Dirty Shame. No, no, oh, Dirty yes. Low Down Dirty Shame. Is it Peaches? Yeah, when she Peaches? She, yeah. Yeah. she was like Jada Pinkett in Low Down Dirty Shame. Oh, my She went God. all the way for that. You it's are crazy. a good person. It's crazy. Because I mean, I, I would be like, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, officer. That's like, crazy. That's what, assault. But at the same time, what am I? I mean, I'm not going to really, like, I'm just going. No, but that's really nice. I'm just going to ask for some ice when I get on the plane and be no, like, "You're great." Because you, you hope this red go Wait, away. Did you by go the back to East and be like, "Can we change this? The script, right? The script." <laughs> no, you know, I, I mean, I, I think that what I think one, uh, one of the, my job, I feel like as an actor, is to find truth in what's on the page. Right. And I think the white space between lines is where you find a lot of that life and who a person really is, right? Because between each line is a thought, and is 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 that actor thinking about something that is all based off of relationship and past and experiences and education and family and all of that. And so for me, I feel like this is the story. I, I was lucky enough to play Lawrence for two seasons in a, it, it, where Issa and Prentice and the rest of our, our writers had this story created and they knew the story that they wanted to tell. And so I feel like my job is to embody that, not to try to influence that or, or change it in any way or get my way out of it. Because then I feel like it's not, it changes the, the big story too much. And I feel like, you know, as much as like sometimes we're in the weeds as actors and we want it to be about us, mm -hmm. I feel like if you have that 30,000 foot view and you can see it as a whole, it you'll realize that your piece is pivotal mm -hmm. to the whole thing, right? Like it takes five players on a basketball court to win a game. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not everybody can be Jordan. Issa is our Jordan. Got that. She's really good at that. Right. I like being Scotty. I like being, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like yeah. being... Dennis Rodman sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's really, really important. I remember interviewing you for the first season and you said, you know, you couldn't tell as much, but you were like, what you have, what you guys had accomplished that first season, you were like, this is for the long haul. And you were so proud. Do you still feel that pride being a part of this, uh, you know, I guess family at this point? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think those, you know, when I look back at those 16 episodes, like I think they're iconic. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think it's something that, you know, in the same way that like, we look at Martin or yeah. right, or we look at, you know, living single, um, the pieces of the Cosby's pieces of, you know what I mean? Like there's things where I look back and I'm like, I go like, yo, this is kind of, this yeah. shit is crazy. Like when kids walk up to you and they be like, yo, first of all, I'll be like, yo, you way too young, but <laughs> I, I still appreciate the views though. But, um, <laughs> like that job security, but no, but, but, you know, when they walk up to you, they tell you how how influenced they are by it or how they feel so represented by it. Like, yeah. the amount of young black men that I've had walk up to me and say that, like, they feel seen and mm -hmm. they feel like it's the first time where right. they've truly seen 
they not the drug dealer. They not the dude who could dance. They don't pull all the girls. They not the smartest dude in the room. They not going to jail. They not right. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like, yo, I feel like this is the first real representation I've seen of me and my insecurities and my vulnerabilities and my my ambition and my success and you know what I'm saying. And I think like that that to me is like so special. Okay. And I think Issa and Yvonne also like they play mad iconic characters. Like yeah. I think those those two women will stand the test of time. And men rode for Lawrence so hard on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they, yeah, you, yeah. you could tell. Yeah. They, you know, I rarely see men. Wasn't there a song created? Like, there was a song. song created, there was yeah. a song. Yeah. There were the memes. Yeah. yeah. Best Buy. Like, it, it was just like a whole movement. Wasn't it like I was Lawrence? out to, I was, at, I was, it was Lawrence Hive. We here. Hive. Yeah, we yeah. just said Lawrence Hive. We here. <laughs> we here. It's me and Beyonce. We got hives. <laughs> yes. You know the what I'm saying? The only two. Her hive, her hive has showed out two weekends in a row. I can't yes. compete with that. But... You know. Did you go to Coachella? I, I went the first weekend. Oh, yeah. can we you t- should have like, led with that. It was, I went the first weekend. Yeah. Do you have a napkin? What did you feel? <laughs> Sweat that came off it and hit, hit me right here on the temple. Um, we had a whole moment last weekend about each other. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I, 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 I walked away, and I still believe this, and I know it's all objective, but like, or subjective, I guess, but. I think it's the greatest perform- live performance in history. I literally yeah. said that. We said yeah. that. In we history. were like, this is yeah. it. Like, I think it, yeah. is, it is the most um, g- gener- like defining mm-hmm. as, as, a, as an artist, as a generation, yeah. as a culture, mm-hmm. um, revolutionary in the way that like, she managed it and, and mm-hmm. they produced it. And the fact that she brought that band on there. Like, I, I, I went to high school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, and so, so like Langston was down the street. Mm-hmm, the school mm-hmm. that I went to, uh, we used to go to Battle of the Bands every year. Damn. I played in the band for a little bit. We used to go to Battle of the Bands every year. So we watched Southern and Grambling, right? Mm-hmm. And and so like that's what I, that was high school for me. And so like to see that black band up there on that stage. The buzz, it came yeah. alive. Yo, it was just, it was unreal. Corey like, and I are both HBCU grads and it was home. She, I almost feel like she went to college, college. with me. Oh, yes. like, yeah. Right? I was like, you, she got every nuance, every, every bit single thing. of it. And I'm Greek. I can say even the stepping, the lines. Yeah, it was all official. It was so amazing. And I found myself like, looking around in the audience to see who was getting what you know what i mean like i found myself like oh did they understand that that was <laughs> yeah nope. yeah okay. and then i felt like <laughs> did they i understand? felt like i was no, more excited at home the negro spiritual the, the negro anthem this, is is not a negro brand, spiritual this is not a brand new song no. this is this is not <laughs> like a new please single don't appropriate this, is this. A new, this is not a new single <laughs> did you Just, see all the memes telling people please don't appropriate this this is something you can't don't do this don't come out with the the shirts and the please don't. I, it'll be you know, and that's another thing too. Like I'm really interested to see like how it all plays like in mm. on the run, but then mm. also how it yeah. all plays just in pop culture and like I, Beyonce just gives zero fucks and I love it so she much. She does, yeah. and, but at the she same really time does. does right. Like right. it on one side doesn't, but on the other side, like this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I know who I'm doing it for, and like that is just so powerful and, and such an amazing. And she brought she brought Michelle and, and it was Kelly out. She Jay. brought Jay out. Yo, I swear to God, when Solange ran up there, I was like, "What the? Is that Solange <laughs> with the blonde? With the oh, blonde? Is that Solange? Oh shit!" So you I got a fan moment. I'm about to put you on blast. I saw you uh, when Solange was at Essence Fest, and she, she came up and sang to you, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She. I was like, Jay Ellis is getting his life <laughs> right now. Life. She was yeah. in front of him singing. Oh, I, I was right there. there. You were right there. Everybody was like, "Look at Jay!" Like you know, it's nice to see celebrities be fans of 
have you know other yeah. artists work and yeah. be out there with us happens all the time at festival yeah. like yeah. just having a moment yeah it was that was that was that was that was special i'll never forget that I think I blushed the entire time. Oh, no, I know you were. You, you okay. <laughs> I blushed. Wait. And I know Solange's life. And I'm like, yeah, I was still like, yeah. I like, may I or may like not have kid. footage of that on the camera. Because, you know, we were capturing <laughs> yes. social. That's probably deep in my gallery. Because you, it was, she came out down the aisle. Yeah. It was a moment. She's, she's amazing. That's an amazing family. That's yeah. just, that, that's, they're royalty. And Tina they're so like, loved the world. They're like, a, they're like a national treasure. For real. That was my favorite tweet. It said, <laughs> Tina so loved the world. I'm sorry. That was everything. I read it and I was like, yep, she did. Not, not one, but two. She yes. Gave us two. Magical wombs. Yeah, you know? For real. <laughs> She's our MJ. That's now what we said. See what, let's see what they, never mind. I'm not going to put that on them. Oh. Never mind. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. Let's just keep it in one generation. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. Let's not do that to Blue and Rumi and Sir. But, yeah. Jay, before you go, I remember when we talked years ago, one of the things I remembered and I loved is how close you were with your parents. And I just want to know if we could just talk about that a little bit, your upbringing, and just you were so close with them. Yeah. And I just love that. My parents live four miles away from me, although they're moving a little bit. They're leaving? No, they're staying in L.A., but they just moving to the valley. But they, they... they live four miles away from me right now. They're, Keep them close. We're, we're super, super close. I see my parents. I mean, when I'm not crazy in my schedule, um, I try to see them every Sunday. We mm-hmm. try to do dinner or lunch or something together that. every single Sunday. Uh, they got keys to my house. They stop by. My mom be like, I'm on my way. And I be like, but I'm not home. She'll be like, I'll be there when you get there. And I'll be Aww. like, all right. I, just, I, I guess I'll use the bathroom somewhere else before <laughs> I – because I can't go to the bathroom in front of my mom. That's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. I don't know what it is. When she in the house, I can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> It feels disrespectful or something. I don't know. What? Even in your own house? Even in my own house. That's okay. Funny. It feels disrespectful. I don't know. I don't want to disrespect my mom like that. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I don't know what it is, but it just feels like I just owe my mom a little bit more than that. <laughs> you got to give her her respect. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so. I don't know how the process is, but uh, that okay. That is. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yes. Yeah. If y'all want to edit that out, it's cool. <laughs> no, but if you want to keep it, funny. but if you want to keep it, it's cool. It's your too. truth. It's if your you truth. It, it's cool I mean, too. and I it's love that. Cl- I love that closeness and respect. That's what I'm saying. I love it. I just it stuck with me, and I remember that you yeah. were like, "Yeah, my parents are everything, and they're my neighbors." Yeah, and my dad too. Like me and my dad text back and forth all the time. We talk all the time about something. He went fishing this weekend, and he sent me like 20 pictures of like being out on the water and like fish that he caught. And I'm like, "Well, you gotta throw them back. You can't cook them." And he like, "Yeah, but I caught them though." And I'm like, "All right, man. I love you, bro. I love you." This. Do they get to go abroad with you sometimes? Yeah, my parents came to Africa with me, so I shot okay. I shot a movie in Africa um, from like the end of August to the beginning of December, and they came for, wow. for, for ten days and hung out with me. I was in South Africa. Uh, they came down to Cape Town, and I didn't get to spend a ton of time with them because I was working. But like, I was like, "Yo, y'all got to go to this thing. Y'all got to go do that thing." And so they they try to come with me a little bit. Are you an only child? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> I need some only child love, like. I don't, I'm not an only child, but my daughter is, and I'm just like I'm trying to make her feel better about it. How old is she? Like? She's eight. It's tough. Okay. I'm just gonna be honest. It is. <laughs> like, I mean, I I will say like what was the hardest part for me is that we moved around so much. So every time I was moving, I was by myself. I was starting all over by myself, mm-hmm. right? And I and I think that's part of the reason I'm so close with my parents is because like I always had my my dad is very much a father figure and very much knows how to use the belt. He does not spare the rod. Oh, the belt. Um, but he was also like one of my, like he was like a kid at some time. So like he was one of my best friends. Like if mm-hmm. I love oatmeal cream pies, he was eating oatmeal cream pies. If I wanted to ride a bike, he'd be like, I'm not going to ride it with you, but I watch you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we were always doing stuff together. And so like, I think that helped big time. Okay. Um, but I do think if you have as an only child, some of my friends who are only children who 
have like more of a consistent group of friends throughout their childhood like i think that's that's because they become like brothers and sisters in some way yeah she know? has some uh True. one of her friends this weekend she called her her soul sister oh yeah but then when she was leaving it was like a meltdown yeah so that's okay. always hard yeah that's do. always always hard but you know what she's gonna grow up she's gonna be independent it's true. She gonna like she she gonna be out here running the world, and you are gonna be like, I don't know what I did, but I am so proud of her. I am this child right here. This is God's child. God's child. So all the only children out there. Yeah. Yes. All right. Before you go, tell us where you're gonna be, uh, June 13th through the 17th. I'm gonna be in Miami. I want y'all to be down there with me. We're gonna be at ABFF. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of surprises. Um, obviously, we already talked about Kugler, but there's a, there's so many more surprises. There's so many films that we're gonna premiere. So many films that we're gonna show clips to that are coming out this summer. Um, Shall be lit. Yeah, it's gonna be a really really amazing time, y'all. Uh, yes, if I don't say abff.com, uh, I'm pretty sure Jeff Friday will send a hit squad out for me. <laughs> abff.com. Uh, you could also Google ABFF, and I'm sure you would get to ABFF.com. Immediately. Uh, you can go on AOL and type it. Uh, you okay, can go to not AOL. <laughs> Yahoo and type ABFF.com. Uh, I imagine if you go to Essence website and you type in ABFF, you will ultimately get to ABFF.com to buy some passes to come see ABFF in and Miami. And come hang out with Jay. Absolutely. All right. And after, after, after party at Ball and Chain. Ball and Ball and Chain. The unofficial after unofficial. party. I want y'all to know it sounds like a trap. Like It sounds like... <laughs> Ball and chain for some reason sounds like we about to be doing some trap salsa. No, like, no, you like Amigos is going. We gonna be doing salsa, and Amigos. That's salsa. what we thought. Corey was like, "Come on, y'all, we gotta go." Everybody was like, "Corey, where are we going? We tired." Tired. We walked in there. There was no line. You know, no line nowadays is suspect. <laughs> yes. Like, why is there no bouncer? What you know? It's suspect. It was great. Remember we said it. It was great, and the mojitos are reasonably priced and strong. It's not like soft beef price prices. Is it like? Is it like a mix of ages? Yeah, yeah. It was a moment. But but to Charlie's point, if an old man come and tap you on the shoulder, you might you you want to. He wants to dance. Yeah, that's, that's all it. he wants that's to all. do. He don't want and your he's about to give you your life with the spinning mm-hmm. situation. And if you don't know what you're doing, he's gonna guide your you ways, ladies. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna take and you forward. It's yeah. all good, yeah. ladies. I'm about to learn how to salsa so I can be the old mm-hmm. man. You gotta tag us. You gotta tag us when you go. You gotta tag us. I want to see this video. The old man who's gonna be tapping women on the shoulder like, hey. Get your salsa life. With the salsa life. And everything. (laughs) But Jay, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're always welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to our guest, Jay Ellis. See you next week.